Welcome to the Be Chic University podcast. I am your host, Brittany Austin. Be Chic U is a self-help resource for millennials. I discuss all things organization and productivity, career success, financial management, and entrepreneurship. Check out more on these topics from my blog at bechicu.org. Now, let's get to the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Be Chic University podcast. We are in episode two of our first series, Transitioning to Adulthood from College. Today, we'll be talking about finding a balanced budget. This topic is so important for those of you who have just graduated from school or others who have already been out of school for a while because we all struggle to find the perfect budget for ourselves. Of course, we have our dream salary in mind or the reality of what we're living with and making ends meet. But there is an opportunity to find that sweet spot between expenses, spending, and saving in order to live your most financially free life. Last week, I came across a quote that says, through discipline comes freedom. That is exactly the concept of what a balanced budget is. You implement different aspects of discipline in order to feel more free with your money because you have more control. The topics that we will talk about today that will help you achieve a more balanced budget will be understanding your differences between wants and needs in your budget. And then we'll talk about the concept of finding your spending sweet spot. And then lastly, we'll talk about constantly finding ways to improve your budget to make sure that you have the best deal with your multiple expenses or you're spending wisely but still enjoying what you're doing for yourself. So firstly, let's jump into wants versus needs. This is a very crucial concept because you don't know what is a balanced budget until you truly recognize what a want and a need is. So for example, I would consider a need in your expenses to be any bills that you pay for housing, whether that be utilities, rent, your mortgage, anything that you consider being necessary to make it from day to day. If it is a want that would fall more so into an entertainment category, clothing shopping, when it isn't necessary for like a work uniform or something of that nature anything that brings pleasure but you can do something instead of that for free I would consider that a want but it is important to include both in your budget you do not have to just have needs in your budget to feel like you're being responsible with your money now keep in mind that a need might be something different for you in comparison to me I consider Spotify as a need. That subscription is a need for me because it is one of my few forms of entertainment that I use all the time. And if I did not have it, I would not have as a joyous life as I do. To someone else, they may cut out Spotify in their budget, but keep Hulu because that subscription allows them to watch television and that's their escape from the daily routine. Those can be considered needs, but you have to be able to justify them. 
and afford them in your budget. So understanding those two differences and wants and needs will help you have a more balanced budget because you'll know where to cut back and where you cannot budge with your money. So when it comes to wants, that kind of goes hand in hand with your spending. And when finding your spending sweet spot, this is basically identifying what can you afford with the money that you currently make. Something that I love to do is to visit my lactician to professionally do my hair instead of myself. Now that is a want because I can do my hair at home on my own, but it costs an additional $60 to have that done by someone else. I consider that something within my spending sweet spot when I am able to pay for the professional styling and still be able to meet all of my expenses. And that's what I call the spending sweet spot. Being able to splurge on something that might be in your budget or might not be in your budget, but it is considered a want and it not take away from any of your expenses. The other key component of being able to achieve that spending sweet spot is knowing what your buffer is. And when I say buffer, I mean knowing what additional money you need to have in your account for anything that might come up. You don't want to be living your last few days before your next paycheck with no money in your account. So for example, when I spend my $60 to get my hair done, I want to make sure that I will have $20 at all times in my account, even after spending. And I just throw that number out there because that's what my mom always told me when I was younger, to always have at least $20 on you at all times. Now, obviously I would want that number to be higher now because I have more responsibilities and more Um, random expenses that might come up but the key concept of finding that spending sweet spot is knowing how much can I spend and still have a buffer in my bank account to feel in control of my money that will help you live more balanced with your money as well because you are not going from one extreme to the next from having a ton of money in your account on payday to having nothing the day before your next payday The next concept that I want to lightly touch on is having a semi-frugal mindset. In order to have control over your money, you have to know when to look for a better deal, when to say no to something that you don't need, or when to look over your bills and see where can I save more money. This is just a general concept to have in mind in order to be in control of your money. This isn't something that you will have to necessarily do a specific test on a weekly or bi-weekly basis, but in all of your general money matters, in the back of your mind, be thinking about what can the better deal be in order to put me in a more better financial position. Obviously, some things just cost what they cost. For example, car insurance. I just shopped around for car insurance recently. I could not get a quote lower than $120, even though I had done so much research. It is what it is, and I signed up for the best plan that I could find. That's the kind of mindset you should always have. 
finding what's best for you in your budget to keep it balanced. If you are overspending on a want, but also overspending on a need, that can set your budget to one extreme or the other. And we want to live right in the middle at that sweet spot between meeting expenses, being able to save and spending and being content with where you are. So just keep in the back of your mind, always have that semi-frugal mindset to ensure that you're not overspending on something that you could be paying less or being a little bit smarter about. And then next, I want to talk about your expenses. Although these may be fixed items, they are things that you can review regularly to ensure that you're not overpaying or you are paying for something that you don't need in the first place. A good example of that are subscription services. Let's say I didn't use my Spotify account all the time, but because I reviewed my bills on a, let's say, quarterly basis, I realized this is something that I can delete from my budget. And actually recently, that's something that I did. I deleted my Hulu subscription because I was using other accounts more often and I wanted to save that money. So reviewing your bills quarterly can save you from credit card fees that you didn't know you were paying or maybe even banking fees that you didn't know you were paying. But if you review your bills on a consistent basis, you can catch those things. Also, things such as car insurance. Sorry, I keep talking about car insurance today, but that's at the forefront of my mind. Those rotate in plans every six months, at least in Wisconsin. So being able to touch base with that bill every six months and determining whether you want to stay with that company or move to a next one is a good idea because you're constantly reviewing what your options are and potentially opening yourself up to better opportunities. So reviewing your bills definitely helps with maintaining a balanced budget because Things change, especially in finances, and when you stay stagnant with your routine, you might be losing out on money. So in all, those are the main concepts that I wanted to touch on today about maintaining a balanced budget. Last episode, we talked about some expenses that might be new responsibilities for recent graduates, but now we have to be able to realistically combine that into our budgets. And in order to do that, you want to make sure that your wants and needs are identified. What are the things that you cannot live without? And how can you balance your budget in order to make sure that you can still spend and save along with that? Once you identify those differences, you can figure out what your spending sweet spot is. And as I mentioned before, your spending sweet spot is being able to Splurge on something that is in your budget or not in your budget that happens to be a want and still feel comfortable with where you are financially afterwards. That may include having $20 left over in your account or $100 left over in your account. Whichever amount that you're comfortable with, that's your spending sweet spot. And then next, you want to have that frugal mindset in order to always find the best deal for you. It might not always be the cheapest deal. It might be the best value. But only if you have that right mindset 
and finding the best value and deal for yourself will you find your balanced budget. And then lastly, on a consistent basis, reviewing all of your bills, including those wants and needs. Where can you save money or explore a new opportunity with your finances? Being able to review your budget on a consistent basis allows you to catch any mistakes, any changes you want to make, or any new opportunities you want to take. Let's say, for example, with investing. You only know if you review your finances on a consistent basis. So before we move into the next section of this episode, here are a few things that you can look at when reviewing your bills to maintain your balanced budget. As I mentioned before, there may be bank fees that you don't notice are coming out of your account unless you monitor your budget. Other things could be paying for a gym membership that you don't use. Maybe it's time to cancel or maybe it's a time to go back to the gym to make that value worth your money. Also, paying a high cell phone bill. Maybe you need to shop around for a better cell phone bill or ask friends to go in on a family plan with you. One other thing that we don't think about, but it definitely affects our budget, is throwing away leftovers or eating out too often. Literally, your spending on food has the highest impact on your budget. You may not think so, even if you eat only home-cooked meals, but if you're throwing away food, you're throwing out money. So those are just a few things to look at when you're reviewing your budget on a consistent basis. Not only are you looking at your budget, but you can be looking at your bank statements. You can be looking at some of your most recent habits to evaluate what you need to change in order to live a more balanced budgeting lifestyle. I have these tips and more on my blog, bchicu.org, and you will find the post that corresponds with this episode. But going into the next section of the podcast, I want to talk about a few budgeting systems that you can implement right away to help you live a more balanced budgeting lifestyle. And these ensure that you're not overspending or your expenses are well balanced with the rest of your money. The first one will be the zero base budget. And this is essentially what I live by. I have a ton of categories, let's say about 10 categories of spending That include expenses, fun items, utilities, all of that. And I assign every dollar that comes into my bank account to those categories. By doing so, there is no room for me to splurge on something unless it fits within my spending budget. That allows me to keep control over my money and it feels balanced to me because everything has its place. That is the zero-based budget. Now, the 50-20-30 rule for budgeting is very similar, but it's more strict. If you do not know what your goal money amounts are for different categories, this can help you. The 50-20-30 rule are percentages. So 50% is supposedly allocated to fixed expenses. And this includes things such as your mortgage or rent, utilities, insurance, food, living expenses. Those are your needs that we talked about earlier. The 30% is going to be fun items. These are your wants, such as entertainment, you know, the Spotify's, the Hulu accounts, the Netflix accounts, but also hobbies, travel, dining out, your gym membership. 
And then lastly, that 20% is going to be savings and other financial commitments. So not only are you putting that money aside for savings, but if you have any credit card debt, you would include that. If you invest, you would include that in your 20%. So the 50-20-30 rule gives you parameters in which to put your income percentage-wise if you do not have an idea of what you should do to allocate your money. Now, obviously, in finding that spending sweet spot, it's going to come from that 30%. And being able to live with a frugal mindset, you want to keep everything within those percentages or less. And that extra money might go towards savings. And then also when reviewing your bills, Each quarter, you want to make sure that you are staying within those percentages for each category. Now, that's the 50-20-30 rule. There's also a cash-based budget where you use cash for all of your spending. And this is more of a psychological approach because the act of giving someone physical cash triggers in your mind that you have less money and you will be less inclined to spend more. So this strategy is meant to keep you balanced with your spending. If you think you'll have any issues with your spending sweet spot, maybe you use a cash-based budget in order to keep more cash on you for future spending or for those splurges that you think you'll plan to have in the future, but it might affect your buffer. That one is not a holistic budget approach. But it does help you achieve that balanced budgeting lifestyle a little bit more. And then the last one is the simplest that I can think of. This is literally the approach of I will address my needs, my wants, and then we will use the rest to splurge on additional wants. You are assuming that you have the money to pay all your bills and put aside money for savings and still have a decent amount for spending afterwards. So you have to be very comfortable in your income and where your expenses currently are in order for that simple method to work. And so those are the various budgeting systems that you can put into place in order to maintain that balanced budgeting lifestyle. So that is all we have for today's episode. I want to thank you again for tuning into the Be Chic University podcast. Our first season of transitioning to adulthood from college We'll transition into our next topic next week, and that is on career planning. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you get the notification when that new episode is ready. Also, be sure to stop by my blog, bchicu.org, for more information on today's topic. See you next time.